0: iceberg Steeler fans welcome back to another episode of the scobro show this is steel curtain network editor dave schofield coming at you tuesday night a little bit later after nine than i wanted i'll talk to you about that in a second sorry you had a big long pause to start there uh but with me as always except when he's not is my big brother rich rich how's it going tonight
1: what's up doc can we rock
0: <laughs> hey i'm hoping everything's going okay because i couldn't hit the music. I couldn't hit the music because I kept getting an alert that there was a problem. with. We were a little bit later because we couldn't get. I couldn't get StreamYard to connect to YouTube. Finally, that problem resolved itself. It looks like we have people from YouTube on here, so that's fine. But uh, one of our Twitter accounts that it sometimes goes out on, it kept giving me an error, and I wasn't actually able to hit music because it kept bringing up a window. But we're here. We're going now. It's okay. Forget those 20 seconds at the beginning of the show where there was just – Nothing. We give a whole, we give a whole lot of nothing the whole rest of the time. So, uh, <laughs> wait
1: a minute, rich, nothing. We're... No, I'm. So, are you saying
0: you never heard music? Oh no, I heard music. Oh, okay, but we were live for a good twenty twenty five seconds before it started. So, but uh, we we're there. We got it. We're getting. We're starting something new tonight. Well, it's new, but it's old. One of the things that Rich and I like to do is so, to have a nice like us. Yeah, old like us. A nice topic we like to talk about, we're going to go through the Steelers, and we're going to talk about various positions. We'll, we'll dedicate one position each week. This week, we actually have some news and stuff to talk about to start the show. So we're like, let's let's do one that, you know, we'll have a little bit of discussion but won't be one of the really in-depth positions. Plus, I know Rich isn't ready to talk about quarterback yet. So we're actually starting with running back tonight. We'll get to that a little bit later. First, we've got some news. We've got some various news, various different things that have gone on uh, with the Pittsburgh Steelers. First, let's let's talk you know some. We- oh, I'm looking. Sorry. We don't have a button for that. We need a button. It's like so. Yet another sound effect that that you need. All right. Yes. Sorry. Breaking news. Well, this is breaking news. But uh, I could play the music that I played for a breaking news podcast. I don't know if that means much to you. But uh, but the Steelers did announce Sorry, right now riches. right now I'm
1: just going back to you know going back to the Muppet Show and, and Sam the Eagle in the news.
0: <laughs> yes. And if you don't know what Rich is talking about after the show's then over on YouTube. <laughs> no. There you go. Um well, I mean, we talked about Arthur Smith when it happened. That's been going on for a while. There's been lots of breakdown there. But we yes. got some news of some other things that were happening late in the week. Uh, then the Steelers officially announced it, that and there was some conflicting reports from yes. Jerry Dulac and you know, some local report versus some of the national reports. Which ones were actually right? Well, actually Jerry Bear seemed like he had he he said it he got it all square but there's still a little bit of an unknown there which is kind of kind of different kind of interesting there was a report that Tom Arth was coming in as the um passing game coordinator which he might be but the Steelers generally don't all don't put those titles out there on the official titles but Tom Arth is now hired as the Steelers quarterback's coach uh, he comes from uh, I'm going to say San Diego, <laughs> the, the Los Angeles chargers. He, he they will always be the yep. San Diego chargers uh, in my know. mind
1: because that's right. So, yeah.
0: um, um, but he, he was a quarterback at the NFL. He backed up Peyton Manning, never played a snap though, but he was a backup. I mean, from where I could find, I was trying to see if he was the backup, in the year the Steelers, you know, he was on. That was right around his time, but I couldn't find if he was the backup for the game where the Steelers beat the beat the Colts in the in the playoffs in the 2005 season. Um, I was able to find that, but anyway, um, he coached. Uh, Who's a head coach in Division Three? Um, done various different things. Um, so he was hired as a quarterback coach. But what's interesting is on the Steelers' website right now. Mike Sullivan is also still listed as the quarterback's coach. Interesting. And that is interesting. And the, the the reports are the Steelers are going to retain Sullivan, but they haven't figured out in what role and in what title yet. So for now, they keep Sullivan with where he was. They add Arthur to, to, to his. Steelers also added a wide receivers coach. Uh, we talked about this on on Thursday, on the preview, I said probably a lot of Steelers fans said, hey, wait a second, you spelled Heinz Ward wrong. But no, it's Zach Azani. I think I said that right. He's He came from the Jets, which didn't have a very good year at the Jets, but he was with the Broncos for a long time before that. Um, he's got a long resume. He was wide receiver coach. Um, he was Antonio Brown's wide receiver coach in college. Um, he's kind of exciting. I don't pretend to know a lot about these guys. But then the other one was um just for as an overall offensive assistant, uh Mateo Kem Kembui, I guess is the way you say it. Uh, apparently he's someone who's worked with Arthur Smith before. Those are some of the coach stuff. Rich, anything you wanna say about anything with the with the coaching hire?
1: No, I, I didn't really have anything to add with the coaching hire from last week. The, to me, they weren't I mean, uh, unless you're getting the coordinators there or or like when we got Brian Flores as the special defensive assistant a couple years ago, if it's not the coordinators or something like that that's big and and flashy, it's just filling out the coaching staff in my eyes. You know, I'm trusting that they're getting the guys in there they, they want to do, fill out the staff with guys that they think they can work with. So...
0: Yeah, well, apparently, if I didn't say that the Steelers were complete fools for not running out and doing everything they could to make sure Heinz Ward was their wide receivers coach, because you know, just because someone is a good player for an organization doesn't mean that they're the best fit for a coach. Apparently, I was disrespecting Heinz Ward. Uh, that, that was that was the word according to the YouTube comments. Uh, don't know where that. Uh, so I apologize if I disrespected Hines Ward simply because I said, hey, the Steelers hired the person that they wanted for the job. Whether whether Hines Ward felt that, that he was further above that, whether he was in consideration, we don't, don't know. That was a lot of, once again, a lot of times fans want a name they know. I will ask you this. Had you heard the name Zach Azani, if I even said it right, before before it was reported that he was the Steelers' wide receivers coach, no, no, same here. But that doesn't mean that he he's not that he can't be the right guy for the job. So there we go. Um, one thing I have noticed about the coaching staff before we go into some of the other news, and that is, they currently have, including the coordinators, nine offensive coaches. Only six defensive coaches, according to the website. What, thoughts on that? Variable. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you know, sorry. my thoughts on that. <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> what I would like to see. Um, do you think they add anything to the defense? Yeah, I would. I would I'd say at least one. Yeah, maybe so more. Just, just so you know, the six defensive coaches right now, according to Steelers.com, Tara Austin, defensive coordinator, Grady Brown, secondary coach, Aaron Curry, inside linebackers, Carl Dunbar, defensive line, Denzel Martin, outside linebackers, and Jason Brooks, qual- uh, defensive quality control coach. That's all they have. That's all they have listed. So we'll see what happens there. We'll see what happens there. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. So – um who knows what we talked about here in in a couple weeks? Um, a couple other things to talk about. Steelers made some roster moves. Yeah, the report came out. No, wasted no time. Wasted no time. The report came out about that. You know, they had talked with Mitch Trubisky. Both sides decided it was better that they just what what what's it called um, conscious uncoupling. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a celebrity term. Well, rather than say they got divorced, they had a conscious uncoupling. <laughs> That's what happened with uh, Mitch Trubisky and the Steelers. Not shocked that when they announced it, two score four as well. Some people were surprised. They're like, "I'm surprised Steelers didn't get, you know, uh, a late round draft pick or something for two score for.
1: Nobody's taking another. on that
0: salary. No, I'm, I'm not shocked about that at all. I was nope. no way was I expecting anything in return.
1: Nobody was taking on that salary for. for for him and giving you anything, even a, yeah, even a seventh rounder five years from now and a pack of Kool-Aid.
0: Yeah. The one that surprised me and it just so happened to be just after I, I published the article with his exit interview as I'm doing that Mm -hmm. series at steelcreennetwork.com, highlighting two players pretty much every day, unless we get breaking news at the very end of the day, then we just push it back for a day. Um, to, you know, two players, you know, kind of their status with everything going forward with the Steelers as we work our way through. All you have to do is click on one of those articles, like the most recent one, and there's links to all the old ones if you ever want to catch up. But Leslie Harvin, I had just put in his exit interview, I said, the Steelers need to write themselves a note. You know, you ever you ever see that anything like this on TV show? Write yourself a note. Write yourself a letter. So that way, when this happens, you can remind yourself how you really feel. You know, they did that on How I Met Your Mother and stuff like that.
1: See now, see again. I'll date myself again. See when you said a note, first thing I, I thought of was wait. I got a note. I got a note.
0: <laughs> <laughs> signed, F. signed Epstein's mother.
1: <laughs>
0: yes which is the great welcome back Carter reference, which we talked about last week a little bit. Uh, if you were on that, if you caught that show, but I said the series to write themselves a reminder to say, this is Presley Harvin in December. Okay. Cause Presley Harvin. kicks the crap out of the ball in August. I don't know if it's fatigue. I don't know if it's weather because you would think well, if they're ever playing inside that, that wouldn't then be a problem in December, but Something happens where it falls off at the end of the the season, and then it comes back the next year kicking even better. Leave yourself a note saying, don't forget December. Well, I guess the Steelers wrote themselves a really big note, and that really big note was, thank you for your services. Uh, Really surprised about Harvin, simply because it really doesn't save him anything in salary cap. When when you look at the displacement, it's like – not even $200,000, I don't think. Yeah. Um, so it really wasn't that. So Chooks, you knew that was coming. That contract was just too big. Um, Trubisky, now, there was some... For, for, I realized for, there was not Not just contract. was
1: the contract too big, but the contract was too big for a guy that it became apparent that Broderick Jones and Dan yeah, Moore Jr. You, were ahead of on the depth
0: chart. Ex- exactly. You can't spend that much money... And you know when they signed Chooks to that deal that there was a the chance he was not going to play it out if they could upgrade the position, and they did. So yeah. that's not surprising. I know w- when Jeff put the article out, I had to go back and change it because he put a number in there that said how much the Steelers were saving with Mitch Trubisky. Well, that was a number Jerry Dulac put out, but – sorry, Dulac put out. But it was, wasn't the number of the saving of the salary cap. It's how much the Steelers won't have to pay him the next two seasons. Trubisky's salary cap-saving, not very much. I'm pretty sure because they're releasing him now and letting him be a street-free agent, he, he's, not, he's not eligible to be like a designated a post-June first cut where you can spread it out over two years, but you would have to carry his whole number until that time anyway, so that wasn't going to be right. good. Not much cap-savings there, but the biggest thing is didn't work, lost every game that he appeared in, whether he started or came in in relief, the Steelers just needed to do better at the position. Yep. So, uh, Brent Howell wants to know, was it possible they signed Presley Harvin back? Uh, it wouldn't make any sense. I doubt it
1: wouldn't make any sense.
0: Because, I mean, he had a very small dead money hit that they were going to pay no matter what. And other than that, I'm pretty sure he was just making the league minimum for his years of service. But... um I'd have to go back and, and and double check that, so I don't really think of th- 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 um, think that was what that was. I will ask you one question about to go with the cuts because I know we do need to get moving here. Were you surprised? I was surprised that Harvin was included. I really was. Was that there, was my big that was my biggest surprise? Are you surprised that there was one that wasn't? Um, Anything you think?
1: I got one for sure. Not. Okay, you got one for sure. Not not that I felt
0: the Steelers would kind of do right now. To me, the player they cannot go forward with is Allen Robinson. Nothing against Allen Robinson. I I liked what he did and the role he had, and maybe with the the new offense he could do better. But not with a $10 million base salary. Right. That, I mean, to me – it's like maybe the Steelers are trying to work out something else with him, and why they haven't done that's, it yet.
1: That's why. That's why. What I think it is.
0: They... I don't even. I don't even see how they could give him a $10 dollars signing bonus. Like I don't even see how they could convert that into the signing bonus and sign him for a few more years. That to me, that would still be too much. Just overpaying. So, but that still doesn't mean that they're they're
1: talking and say, look. <laughs> While they have him under contract,
0: they can, nego-
1: they can negotiate with him. Yeah. If So they might as well be like, hey, at some point we're probably going to cut you. But we'd like to, because we can't pay you this, but we'd like to bring you back. And if they're having those talks and discuss it, that's fine. I would
0: imagine we'll hear on him in the next few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine that there'll be... Yeah, something, something there. Uh,
1: no, Chooks Ch- was not just the big cap number. Chooks was a big cap number. Okay, we're ready to move on. Yes. Presley Harvin was a, we're ready to move on. Mr. Mr. Was Trubisky, a, we're, ready we're ready to, ready move, to move on. on. Alan I'm not sure not so that much. the Steelers are necessarily that they have to move on or ready to move on from Allen Robinson, but they do know that they're not, that they can't have him on the books for what they have him for.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's someone in here that says he wasn't good for, as a number three receiver and doing what they asked him to do. Yeah. He wasn't good. He wasn't the superstar that he used to be. That's why you can't pay him that money. You just can't. So, but yeah, so, but I mean, but that's what you generally get out of, out of a third wide receiver, you know you have right. to. That's what you're what you're, you're looking at as a role. And I've said the same thing before. Like people are like, oh, why are you talking about? It wouldn't be terrible to have Levi Wallace back. I, I don't mind Levi Wallace coming back. I was a starter, but he he's an upgrade on the depth chart over James Pierre if he goes into James Pierre's spot. We're not talking cornerback this week. We almost did, but that one's that, that one takes too much time. So yeah. it's another one of those things. As long as as long as you know what role you're actually fitting into. But Allen Robinson can't be a third wide receiver at that cost. So, yeah, that was part of it. Um, Rich, did Thank you did, did you pay much attention on Sunday? This is our last, just for a minute or two. We're going to go okay. ahead. Here was my deal Sunday. So
1: we chose to start out watching the game, mainly because we wanted to see the commercials. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh,
0: some I think it was Tim we, Ben said it on, on on his on his podcast, which is on the fans for sports network. He's like everything you've got to be so politically correct and everything else. Commercials can't it's hard for commercials to even be correct. funny anymore. They're not they're not good anymore. Funny. Yeah.
1: That's funny. There I, was some good. Yes. Taught, we taught, we were talking about that as it was going on. There were a couple yeah. of good ones, but mm-hmm. yes, you, everybody has to be so careful about what they say today, because, you know, you don't want to offend the wrong people and end up canceled yeah. as a company, so yeah. I, I get it. Um, so we ended up watching. I watched, I watched three quarters. Okay. Which is so, interesting. Well, was it the first, second, and third quarter, or was it... Yes. Okay. First, second, and third quarter. And at the end of the third quarter, I said, Well, they've set that up nice for Mahomes. And I turned and was watching some, some of the Bourne movies were oh, on gotcha. TNT, I believe. So I was watching, you know, Jason Bourne. Um, only to then see that the only thing that was different from how I figured it would be is it was set up so that Mahomes could, you know, be the hero twice. Uh mm-hmm. huh. So yeah, well, um, look, I, I, I'm not I'm not one of those people that totally sits around here and says games are rigged and you know the NFL is basically the WWE and things like that. But I'll tell you, wh- when the game's going on and you can make a make a call as to what you think is going to happen, and then you don't even finish watching and it kind of happens that way. I see why some people think that. It's just I- like.
0: I didn't get I don't the it at all. I, 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 really I, thought,
1: I, I thought, and honestly, I thought the game was very ho-hum, and I was out on some social media and was seeing some other people feeling the same. They were like, okay, so the score ends up 25-22. They were like, but this game really wasn't all that good.
0: And you know what? What? That was the push on some of the overs, over-unders of 47. I got it early in the week at 47 and a half and took the under. So,
1: I don't that, know there so were just a lot of people that they were just like, "You yeah, know, this game's not very exciting. This game is kind of lackluster. See, I think that was the word term I saw somebody that i that I know on Facebook was saying about the game. They thought
0: it was a lackluster game. I would take the first half over the second half, and I, but i'm I'm different like that because I would rather see defenses making good plays. I mean, my goodness, some of those some of those pass defenses that the Kansas City secondary guys had in the first half, they were really good plays. And I, I kind of like it sometimes to be like, can they even gain a yard? Can they even – I mean, can can they even get a first down? I've, I'm not removed from that kind of football to be like, wow. Because then when you're talking that kind of game, when you have a turnover in the red zone – man oh man is that a big deal the Sam. first the first the first quarter
1: quarter and a half was the best and then you just like the football changed yeah and let me tell you one thing that i I will say it and I've I've said it before at this time of year and I'm going to say it again okay I do not like what the NFL does with halftime
0: uh, how long it is correct yeah the problem is it's way too long that's the problem. Way too it, long. it makes it so much different than a regular game. So yes. much different.
1: Yes. Um,
0: I'll be honest with you, I had the halftime show on, wasn't really totally paying attention. The only reason it was is because I took Jeff Hartman's advice from his Let's Ride. I made bingo cards for my kids. My kids were, were invested in the game, and we kept the halftime show on because they had songs on their bingo cards. So they had to be <laughs> – and you know what? I ended up just – just checking the set list later because I didn't know what they were called anyway. Uh, I didn't know uh, any of the songs yeah. except for one. <laughs> uh, I'm liking what Steeler
1: Chick 46 says. Usher was fine for the halftime show. Yeah, I didn't think it was anything great. I didn't think it nah. was that bad. Yeah, it was. It was a, It was an okay halftime didn't have show. Have a problem with it? But I agree, it's going to ever be tough to beat Prince.
0: Um, there's ones that I like better. I mean, if you go back and watch the watch the, the video, I mean, I thought Michael Jackson just set the bar so high. Well, yeah. Um, um, the nothing, first, Prince the... was good. I like the more classic ones. I mean, I'm not – shockingly, although it's not like I'm really into their music, I thought The Who put on a good show whenever they had to you know, yeah. things like that. Um, When it came to the game – I know some people were saying it in here, and I'll say it again. i said it on other shows. People that are saying didn't want the 49ers to match the Steelers. I, to me, that is – I take nothing about that. Nothing. It is not the Steelers' job to root against other teams matching them. If the Steelers don't want other teams to match them, go win more. That's right. Don't. I'm not rooting against somebody else just so they won't reach what the Steelers did. Wrong. I don't want anyone else to be the same numbers as the Steelers. The Steelers need to go win one. End of story. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Um, um, this is a good question. How can we see more kick returns? Yeah, there was not one kickoff return in in the Super Bowl. Um, not one. They were all touchbacks.
1: We're going to continue to see less and less kick returns. Period.
0: Yeah. So the NFL I would just get rid that. of them if they could. Um, I. There were some people that want to say. San Francisco lost the game because they missed the extra point I'll be honest with you if San Francisco hits that extra point
1: Kansas everything City, at the Kansas City
0: wins not going to overtime correct everything everything at the end of the game would have been played very differently they would not have been they wouldn't have kicked the field goal with six seconds left they've it was close to whether or not they had enough time to run another play and kick the field goal they would have been taking two more shots at the end zone because they would have had had it and I would have said they probably would have got it there So we'll never know. So that's that. Um, I will ask you one last thing because we really do need to take a break so we can talk about running backs. The question is, with the new overtime rules, now not everyone realizes there's new overtime rules in the playoffs, that a touchdown does not end the game. An offensive touchdown does not end the game. The other team will get a possession no matter what. Some people have scrutinized the 49ers for receiving. I can think of two reasons why you would want to receive, and I can think of reasons why you wouldn't. Did you have any thoughts on the subject, of the strategy?
1: Um, Yeah, I, I don't think the strategy matters. To me, it's what the coach and their team feels more comfortable with. hmm And honestly, I would be thinking as well, if I knew both teams were going to possess the ball, your defense had just been on the field. Yes. That's one of the two reasons. Let the defense rest. Because if your offense can go out and go down and score, preferably would have been a touchdown, but was a field goal, then you have to hope that your defense has rested up and can go out and make the stop. They did not. So
0: I have no problem with it. The other reasoning is actually what Kyle Shanahan said, which was a really good point. If you, if you get the ball and you score, no will go or a touchdown. If the other team matches, yep. then you have the ball in sudden death. Yes. I get that strategy as well. Uh, I also get, get the strategy, strategy well. of saying, hey, I want to know what they did, so I need to know if I'm going for it on fourth down and everything else. Because think about it. Chiefs would have had the ball first. They had a fourth and one in their own territory. They had to go for it because right. they, they were down they were down the field goal. So it made for, for some interesting stuff. Um, I, thought it was a, I thought it was a good game. I didn't have a problem with it early. I enjoyed that brand of football. I also enjoyed the brand of football that finished it out. Some people are like, is it set up? What's the deal with all the points being scored at the end? It's called defenses wear down. That's part of your offensive strategy. We're going to go ahead and take a quick breaks. So we can come back and talk some running backs. All right, Rich, sound good? All right, sounds All good. Right. So we'll, we'll, we're going to turn, turn a new leaf, talk about Steelers running backs going forward. If you're with us here, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, we're not going anywhere. we on the audio. Stick around. We'll be right back. All right, Steelers fans, here we go. Let's get a little bit more topic of the show oriented. Sorry. There was a lot going on with coaches, players cut, especially you know last game of the season. That was just some some good fun fun uh, fun talk w- with everything in the live chat as well. Running backs. Have you noticed every year that we cover this? Running back goes from way high of a concern, not so much as a concern. Last year we were talking about, wow, isn't it great? To be talking about wondering what's going to happen with the third running back position because the Steelers were in such a good spot. Rich, the Steelers right back there again. The Steelers third running back in twenty twenty-three had zero carries. The only running backs to rush the ball for the Steelers in twenty twenty three were Najee Harris and Jalen Warren. That's right. Ant-Mac just caught a couple of passes. He he caught a pass or something early in the season. Igwebuke got very few snaps. you got to have a third running back, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. But bottom line is, the Steelers have one more year of each of these guys. One more year of each of these guys under their current contract as we sit here right now. you got Najee Harris going into his fourth year. you got Jalen Warren going into the third year of his – Undrafted free agent contract, which was only for three years. So here's how it goes. We'll talk Najee Harris first. Yep. Nealers have to decide if they're going to exercise that 50-year option between now. They get to wait till after the draft if they want to. They can go all the way to May 2nd. That's nice. But I don't know if you caught my article over the weekend. Najee Harris is projected – Fifth-year option is the second lowest of any player drafted in the first round that year. The only one who's lower is Travis Etienne because there's four tiers. There's the basic tier. There's the playing time tier. If you play so much time, I'm not going to dive into all those. There's the one Pro Bowl tier, and you have to make that Pro Bowl on the first ballot because Najee Harris was a Pro Bowler, but not on the first. He was an alternate. And then you have the two Pro Bowl tiers. Najee Harris is in the playing time tier. Etienne didn't hit the playing time tier because he was injured his rookie season. They're the two lowest by far. Etienne's like 5.955 million. Najee Harris, it's it's like it's 6.6 million. 6.66, no, not 6.68, because it, it wasn't that number. It's it, it's less than $7 million. The next lowest one of anybody is tight end Kyle Pitts at 10 million. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, other guys, their fifth year options are twenty, twenty two, twenty-three million dollars. Not even seven million dollars. What do you think about the Steelers picking up Najee Harris's fifth year option?
1: They do. Yeah. I really think they do. Because it's just such it's such a deal. Yeah. Yeah. I you know you go ahead and you say, well, you could do uh, that. You you could, but honestly, I picked, I, I picked that up. You know, the guy has rushed for over a thousand yards for his first three years. Um, And and now that you, and now that you've got Jalen Warren so that you're not having to, to totally, you know, kill the guy every year by having him carry it 400 plus times. Exactly. I just think it makes too much sense to go go ahead and and I, I liked the the two headed running back system of last year and I can't wait to see it this year and then it, you see where it goes from there but I'd say go ahead and get get that extra year out of Najee at a good price
0: and the thing is may, he might not even pe- play at that price. Because that's when you also work on if you want to work out something Correct. later. Yes. Now, just to remind everyone, as soon as the Steelers pick it up, both his fourth year and fifth year are fully guaranteed. Both get fully guaranteed. As soon as as soon as that happens. So there you go. I still think it's the wise move because it really isn't all that expensive. And it doesn't, you know, it doesn't affect anything this season with the salary cap. Then you got Jalen right. Warren. One of the least, lowest contracts on the team because he was an undrafted free agent. They get one more year of him, and then he would be a restricted free agent next year. We'll have plenty to talk about next year because, honestly, chances are if the Steelers were to sign him as a restricted free agent, he might be more expensive next year than Najee Harris would be. Dependent on how they would happen. Yeah. Dependent on which one they would go with. Don't know what the numbers are for next year. That's next year's conversation. All we have yep. to worry about now is Jalen Warren. Yeah. Now, could the Steelers try to negotiate something now? They could, but real. No, I, I, you know, I don't even know that they can. I think you have to play at least three years if you're under contract before you could are even open to do that. But to me, that's next off-season's problems. You're just playing this out. Man, I thought they did a fantastic job. Is there anything else to talk about about running back? Wait, of those two players at running back?
1: Um, No, of those two players, no. Just quite happy. I really thought finally the Steelers had it right with the two of them this year. It they really it was ended up being a big improvement for both of them the way they, the Steelers changed the way they were handling
0: the running back situation. Yeah, and you had both guys running well, so that really helped. They were both healthy. Can you bank on that for two years straight? I'm saying doesn't mean that there'd be anything major. Someone's going to get dinged up, and honestly, I think the Steelers need to make sure they have a third running back for next year. So yeah. that's what we're going to need to talk about now. I've got to bring it up because Jeff Hartman almost wanted me to run run this as the title of the show. You know who wants to come back to Pittsburgh? No. No. Do you, do, do you even let Le'Veon Bell do you even say, hey, we'll give you the vet minimum contract to come in to training camp and see if you can earn something?
1: Do you maybe do that? You could. But honestly, I don't
0: think he would make it out of camp. I don't think so either. I think he would have a problem making the team. Because yep. somebody said it earlier in the live chat, and they're exactly right. You've got to have your third running back playing something significant on specialties. Yep. This patch here, it was their kickoff returner. You could make an argument that that's not significant, as we were talking about it in the first part of the show. That kickoffs are kind of going away. I'll be honest with you, Igwe Buke, I- he did a nice job because even when he was returning the returning the ball, it was rare that he got stopped inside the twenty, and that's what I don't want to see on a kickoff is inside the twenty. You know, if you make it past the you make it to the twenty, but not to the twenty-five, I'm not that torn up about it. But you got to go to at least the 20. Everyone wants to, was going to want to talk about that good heads up play. I like what Mike Tomlin said. He's like, that's what he should, that's what you should do back there. We already saw earlier in the season what you shouldn't do. Yeah. So it's not, we shouldn't have to praise him for it. We should say, thanks for doing what you're supposed to do.
1: Yeah. Thanks for knowing what your job is and how it works
0: and mm-hmm. how it works and just sticking with it mentally and doing the right thing. You know, not panicking in that moment. And that, he did. He made he went over, made the made, made a nice heads-up play. Did did his part. Now, the problem is, Godwin Iglebuke, he's not under contract for this year. Coming up, doesn't mean that the Steelers can't bring him back. It's kind of a discrepancy of what he – like, they want him listed as a restricted free agent on over the cap but they also have him listed as a safety. I don't know that I can trust him with that. Um, uh, Spot Rack has him as, as just an unrestricted free agent. So not really sure what's going on there, but would you be all right if UK was back in, in training camp? Oh Yeah, no, again, because right now you're talking for,
1: for your, your running back three, you're talking we're going to have multiple guys in camp. Then it's just a matter of who wins it. So yeah. I'm
0: fine with him back in camp, yes. Yeah, and the Steelers, i, I got to click over to it because I was on the coaches. Um, the Steelers have multiple – they have a couple of the running backs, quote-unquote, on the roster because, you know, you have your whole futures deal um, that if you go, go check it out. They don't take people off the roster that are – that are that are free agents, I'm fairly certain. Yeah, because like Miles Kilber's on there. He's tends to be a free agent. Um, until they become the free agents. So they have Igwe on there, but they have um Aaron Shampklin um out of Harvard. He's someone that was signed to a futures contract. You also have Alfonso Graham that was hurt early last year, early in training camp. Um, that some people thought was interesting out of, out of Morgan State. Not that I'm saying that these are guys that I expect to get the job, but they're going to be guys. They're going to be guys that you have out there and can possibly see what they do. Um, do you think the Steelers should draft a running back? No. I don't think well, so either. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I don't think so. I think they got other needs that would be more pressing to go after in the draft. I think, I think, I think you'd be looking again at, you know, well, could they maybe, you know, kick the tires on somebody bouncing around the league? They could. Yep. Could we go an undrafted free agent the yep. way of Jalen Warren? Sure, we could. So I, I don't necessarily think a draft choice on a running back right Absolutely. now would be the
0: wisest. I completely, one hundred percent agree. 100% agree with you. So to me, you're, I'm, t- I think this year are going to have, you know, seven or eight running backs in training camp. Yeah. And somebody is going to emerge as their third option. And if they don't, then you're looking at just signing somebody at the end of training camp or whatnot. Um, yeah. But I remember that, that, uh, Anthony McFarland signed on with one of the UFL teams. Yes. Okay. Smart idea. Smart idea for him. Could he end up back with the Steelers after that? Maybe. Is there any guarantee? No. No guarantee. We'll see how that works out for him. So, but it's really nice, you know, since we had a longer first part of the show, that we don't have to talk about this position very much.
1: It's locked no. in for
0: this year for sure.
1: I know it was nice last year to do this too because for for several years it was like what are we doing what are we doing what are we doing Yeah. It's nice to finally be like okay we finally got that room taken care of decently for a little while.
0: Yeah. So I agree gives us a couple
1: we- so we get a couple of years of not having to focus on that particular room because you all are going to see in the next few weeks, we're going to have some rooms we are going to need to concentrate on. Absolutely. And then what will end up happening is down the road is, you know, the, we'll get other rooms that are good and taken care of, and then, then we'll get a year
0: where it's like, what in the world are we going to do with the running back room? Yeah. I think the best way to say this is the Steelers have a need, because of course, what do the Steelers have a need running back? They need a number three running back. But it is not something we're sweating over. Yeah. It is not. It is not anything that you want to really sign anybody for more than a for, than a minimum contract, unless you're talking about someone who is like a special team stud that also could be your running back. Before we finish up this talk, one more quick question. Technically we can lump together fullback into this position. Yeah. With Arthur Smith coming in, there's a lot of talk about the Steelers having a more, you know, go, going back to using a fullback. The only player they have listed as fullback on the roster, I don't think they assigned a futures guy. I could always double check here. Is Connor Hayward? If the Steelers are going to have a more quote unquote traditional role for a fullback, they have one as a futures, or no, he might have even been on the on the practice squad. Um, it was a uh, Jake Coletto, okay. Uh, someone that, that they do have that's a that's a fullback. Just to just to be thorough, there. Do you see Connor Hayward being that fullback? I jumped through, I, I dumped through two it on you too quick, it, didn't I?
1: It, it, well, no. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and give the Dave answer. Yeah. Okay. The question isn't. Do I see Connor Hayward as that fullback? The question is, does Arthur Smith see Connor yeah. Hayward as that fullback? <laughs> Do you think Arthur Smith? So Arthur Smith is going. He and he may not know yet. He may need to see and talk with Connor Hayward to figure that out. Um, I, I'm not sure Connor Hayward fits that, but I'm also not sure. Uh, I
0: also don't want to say Connor Hayward couldn't fit that yeah i would say it's not impossible i'm going to say it's improbable i don't think he's going to do what you would ultimately want a traditional fullback to do he was more of a swiss army knife type you know um what's the other word i'm looking for gadgety fullback more type of guy if you're, going said, to, more, if you're going more, to run a of very often, actually get one. Because the Steelers had one when they had Derek Watt, and they never used him. Right.
1: Um, he was, you know, Connor Hayward was more of that H-back style. He was more of the, the Chris Cooley from Washington. Yeah. And, you I, know, think, that, and that I think he style still has a good,
0: a, a good spot good his team in that role, especially as one yeah. of their best special teamers.
1: But if you want that Patrick Ricard type, you know, or what's the guy from San Francisco? Sure. Scher- yeah. Use, use, check. use check. You know, if you're looking for a guy like him or Ricard or something like that, then, then you're going to have to go elsewhere. And you're going to have to actually play with them on the field a lot. Yes. Cause yeah. otherwise it's not worth it. Not yeah. worth it. If you're not willing to put it, put him out there more.
0: Yep. You're exactly right. So, all right. Anything else you want to say about running back fullback? Nope. All right, we're going to do a Good. quick break. We're going to come back with our five minutes of non-Steelers talk. We're going to have our big question. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it all goes. We might take a couple questions uh, just to just to fill some t- some time in there. So we're going to take a second break again. And we'll stick around. We'll be right back. All right, hey, we're back. Didn't go anywhere. Rich, you ready for the five minutes? Five okay. minutes funk. Yeah. This ain't no trunk. Oh, okay. Sorry. So here it is. I'm going back. To, I'm sorry. I'm trying to load up the five minutes on my, on my, uh, on my, where's it at? There it is. Okay. Five minutes. It's kind of going back to, to, a, to another topic similar to the very first one I did. You, you asked me to do it again this week. So I, so I did. Um, we've done music. We've done movies. We've done TV. We're going back to music. And this is an Just answer like- that there are so many answers out there. So everyone in the live chats will be able to throw their answers out there. But really, this is an individualized question. Okay. And it's this. When it comes to music, can you name me? doesn't have to be one person or one group. You can tell. You could give me several that come in at the top for you of your most recognizable voices when it comes to hearing them with music. Like as soon as you hear that voice, you're like, I know who that is right there. Any song, anything, they could be someone else's song, singing someone else's song. But if you heard that voice, boom, that's recognizable to you. You would never miss it. There we go. We're starting the clock.
1: That's hilarious. You would go this route because Kyle and I talked about this a little bit just tonight. So, Mm um, Certain ones that you just know. Yeah. Okay, the first one that comes to mind is the one I was talking to, Kyle, working with Kyle on tonight, and that is that is Willie Nelson.
0: Willie Nelson. All girls I've loved before.
1: See, actually, see, <laughs> th- this is part of what I put Kyle through. Like, we'll be now. riding in the car and a song comes on, and I don't always ask him for the song name. I said, who's singing this?
0: Uh-huh. Because I want him to recognize, recognize the voice. voices. Okay. There's so many times you flip to the radio, I'm like, these all sound the same. <laughs> so many times they sound the same.
1: They do nowadays, yes. Yes. Because everything's run through a computer. So... um but you know, I, I like going back a little further too. Okay, another voice that I think is very recognizable mm-hmm. is Ray Charles. Ray, yes, that's that's a very. very and then of course, if you go back there, of course, Louis Armstrong, you can't miss oh, that. Oh, you can't, voice. you
0: can't miss Louis Armstrong. You yet. can't miss you Louis. Can't. I see trees of green. Yeah, you, you can't,
1: you can't. No, you you come further, further, you know, mm-hmm. our direction. You got to talk about. Things like Aerosmith. Okay. You can't, you know, you can't miss Stephen Tyler. i yeah. tell you what, though. You know what? Stephen Tyler? P you Jays, know what? Song Stephen Tyler? P.J. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> I watched that Sorry. movie a
1: couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, the, the one thing that can sometimes get you with Aerosmith is Dream On. Because you're too busy listening to, you know. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't have the typical Steven Tyler sound. Um ready? I'm gonna, I asked I asked my oldest son. He gave me two names for him. I'm like, okay. He said Elvis. He said Michael Jackson.
1: See so he said Elvis. Mm-hmm. R- Renee, we we're we we play the this I told you we got this game for Christmas, Hitster. Or yeah. whatever, R- Renee gets too many folks back during the time of Elvis that she thinks sounds like Elvis. Really? Yes. Yeah. She has a lot.
0: Yep. Um. So, somebody said one of mine in there because I was going to yeah. say a band. You ready? Okay. Pumpkins. <laughs> <Billy Gordon. laughs> Every time, but the one that no, my number one. You, you you'll yes. never you can't miss it. You ready? No, you
1: can't. Yes, go ahead.
0: Cypress Hill. Nice, Cypress Hill. You're always good. When the ship goes down, you better be ready. When the ship goes down, um, Cypress. You know, when you hear when you hear that, for those of you that are like, "What?" Yeah, when you hear Cypress Hill, you know it's Cypress Hill. (laughs) Um,
1: see, the other one when you when uh, you go to uh, to go to rap music for me, the other one that I never miss uh is Q Tip. And, yeah, well, but know, that's because of being Cold very Quest.
0: familiar with him. That's why I said this is no, like no, very no, individualized. no,
1: no. You listen yeah. to you know, yeah, once you listen to it, that music,
0: you pick out his voice. Oh, absolutely. But what I'm because saying is, because his voice is very different from everybody else. It's very mellow, yes, but there's people that aren't as familiar with him that, that 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 they wouldn't even know that you know. So it's you have to know who he is to to appreciate that. I. To me, it's just because I hear I don't know that I could ever hear a Beastie Boys song and not know it was Beastie Boys. Right, exactly. So it's just, we're getting some great ones and great ones in the live chat. So many that I can't even, that I can't even read them all. I'm only, uh, here we go. Wait, I got to bring this one up though. Yes, that one. he says Jerry Jerry. (laughs) Cherry. Jerry Jerry. (laughs) Cherry. Yes, love it. Love that answer. Uh, Love that answer. So yeah, there's just some, some of those voices that when you well, when you hear them, you know who it is.
1: Yeah, I was, ta- I was I was trying to teach Kyle some other ones tonight. You know, I mean, again, I would go over to the to the country genre. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, how do you not hear
0: Randy Travis? And oh, know that, that, it's Randy yeah, that Travis. was going to be my country one. Yeah, Randy Travis. You know, um, Alan Jackson. I actually I can pick him out. Although you can have some others that sound like him. For some reason, I can I can pick him out just you know every time.
1: Now the other band that Kyle can pick out, I, I was testing him on this tonight and just mixing in
0: songs and he got them every time. Okay, mm-hmm. is the police? The police. See, mm-hmm. th- th- there's another problem with that one because I like when I quiz my daughter on stuff like that. You know, is it is it is it the police or is it Sting? You know, um, exactly. Kyle. Like, yeah, Kyle
1: has figured out a little bit in the listening we were doing tonight. A little bit of what you can do. Okay, mm-hmm. with the police, there's always that really good harmonizing in most yes. their songs.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: As where when it's just Sting,
0: it's pretty much just Sting. That's that's just like—is it the Eagles or is it Don Henley? It, yes, exactly. Is it is it CCR or is it? Is it Tom or was it Tom or John? I think it's Tom, or is it John? Well, I'm not gonna mess it up, uh, Fogarty. <laughs> okay. You know so while you're while you're on
1: there, I gotta bring another one up because it's okay. It's even though we per- out of time, we gotta make because it it's this is this person's birthday today. So okay. is it is it Genesis or is it or is it Peter Gabriel? Peter
0: Gabriel. Most <laughs> people would say Phil Collins, but I'm like
1: I know, but yeah. Peter Gabriel yep. was the initial lead singer yep. for Uh-oh. Genesis.
0: Thank so. you, thank you, Jerry. He said it. Yes, Ron. good one. Thank you, good one. Thank you, thank you. All right, you know, like, um, yeah, like Rod said, is it Van Halen or Van Hagar? So you know, what? I, I, I'm going to bring up one.
1: I, I'm going to go ahead and bring up okay. one more because I it's, we to roll it's Probably a group that maybe, but it's is my family's one of our current favorite groups. The Wood Brothers is the Wood Brothers. Yeah. If you listen to Oliver Wood's voice as their lead singer, he has a
0: voice that you You don't miss. You can pick it out. You can. Yeah. Yes. Yep. I know what you mean. Okay. All right, Rich. We we went over a couple minutes there, so therefore we got to get back to that. But I thought that was a good fun fun topic about that. Oh, (laughs) there's some because sometimes you can pick him out and not even necessarily for a good reason. You know, like Rich. Do you ever miss Frankie Valley? No. <laughs> <guys> know, right.
1: <laughs>
0: exactly. Yeah. So not not because you went to necessarily. So, all right, we're going to come back to our final question. We're going to go ahead and do it now. I'm going to ask Rich first. I'll give my thought, and and uh, glad that you all had some great great discussion with that topic as well in the live chat. But our final question tonight is going to come back to not the question that we asked in the title of the show, did the Steelers have a need at running back. It's the same question that we asked last year when we talked about running backs. And it's nice that, we'll be, that we can drop this low. But the Steelers will – they'd be crazy if they didn't have a third running back on the 53-man roster. They've done it before and kept extra on the practice squad but to me i think it's going to be on, on the 53 man roster. That player, Rich. Remember don't answer this in the in the live chat until we until we actually put it out there. That third running back for the Steelers, what it and we'll say week 1. Week 1 2024. That third running back for the Steelers. How did they get him? Is it going to be will you say rookie? Doesn't have to be drafted, it could be undrafted free agent. to be a rookie. Is it going to be someone Who's, who's been on the team before, or is it going to be somebody from the outside? So it's outside, on, on the team, you know, before. That would include, you know, Lev Bell, if you wanted to. Um, or is it going to be a rookie that's going to get that that third job? Yep. Um, what do you think? I'm
1: just, I'm just going to go with my gut feeling. I think it's going to be a rookie. Okay. I think they're going to get, go the undrafted free agent route and try to find a gem somewhere again.
0: Okay, um, uh, I'm trying to type it in here. Um, Sorry, I answered too fast. No, you did I'm going to say it's someone who's played for them before. Okay. I'm going to say it could be like a Nego Buque or a McFarland, or I don't know if you could throw a bow in there if you want to. Um, that's, that's what I think. But I, I have it out there. It's in the live chat for us to see where you all think who's going to be and we say third, we're maybe I should say the other running back other than Najee Harris and Jalen Warren. Yes. Okay. So we'll have to see where, where people have that coming from. Um, and I, I said free age. I put FA as free agent. I meant outside. Um, if you say outside or free age, I'll understand what you mean either way. I was just trying to, to type it faster. Thomas Riley said it'll be somebody from the outside, someone who's played before. What? Not a tie. Not a tie, <laughs> uh, Thomas. You will you you will live on an infamy. Um, Afton is like me, thinks it's someone who's been on the team before, and Kathy thinks it's a rookie. Their first three answers, one of each, so everyone's got a little bit of a different opinion here. Steelers Reaper thinks it's going to be a rookie. Um, um, Steelers Pittsburgh says undrafted free agent, so that would be I, I that would be rookie. rookie. Uh, the way they did it, but just went a little bit more specific with it. Um, Leo. Canales, if I said that correctly, says someone from outside the organization, but's played before. Uh, Gabriel Golden goes specific and says it's going to be Iglo Uh George OTJ says a rookie. Reginald Rivers also says rookie. Mr. Woodside says someone who's been on the team before. Um, so John Stevens says, is the kick return, punter return guy also? Could be. It was last year, but it doesn't have to be. Doesn't have to be. I mean, if they wanted to, they could just say, you know what? We'll let Calvin Austin do that again. He can stand back there and watch the log go over his head, just like everybody else. Yeah. Um, so, so there we go. Um, Steel, uh, Steelershake46 says former Steeler. Um, Steel Dog 88 says a rookie because it will cost peanuts. Jared Devil says it's going to be Frank Webb. <laughs> uh, Jay Hanna says it's going to be an undrafted uh, free agent rookie. Um, Gavin Anthony says a free agent. Meaning somebody from the outside comes that they signed for that. Um Tyler W. says former Steeler. You know, that because that also includes, um here's one. This is a good one. I like this. Yes, Tom I know. Could, thinking uh, think really thinking about this. Someone from the outside who played for Arthur Smith. Technically, God would you of played for Arthur Smith. <laughs> he yep. came from the Falcons. Yes, he so did. So he would actually fit into that category, but not necessarily from the outside. So, uh, but no, that that's actually um, a good one there, Tom. Um, and I think we got them all so far, Rich. Uh, so. Fun show. Sorry, like I said, normally we will get to the discussion of the position group faster, but we had the news in the Super Bowl when everything's talked about. I didn't even talk about the awards because those have been talked about a lot, debated a lot. Do want to say congrats to Cam. Uh, that was the one I said out of all of them. I thought I had the biggest chance Uh, because I thought he really deserved it. I just didn't know, because there's 32 guys every time. Uh, But that was really great to see Cam take that home. Um, We could talk about other things. um, But we didn't go there, did we?
1: No. No
0: reason. Did did we have – did I get an excellent Uh, uh, one? Steve Anders said specifically, like, Cordero Patterson. Um, That'd be interesting um and share richard says former steelers free agents <laughs> uh and steelers pittsburgh i don't know if he said that before um nope. said specifically derrick henry i that that's too much money you don't want that money for 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 the, for to the tie up that kind of money at that position so yeah yeah so Ooh, okay so make sure you're checking out Silkernetwork.com. We're still putting out the content there. Make sure you're coming. Like I said, the community there is really great. It's not a bunch of, you know, toxic trolling arguments, stuff going on. It's really good discussions and, and stuff going on there. Except um, for me. I like except to you like to troll. <laughs> you like to troll when you're fishing. Actually, you don't do yeah. that. Anymore. <laughs> That's I like exactly what I'm thinking. That's my kind of fishing. Troll it. Um, don't even have to cast. Just let the boat do all the work and reel in the fish.
1: Uh, anyway. Yeah, yeah. because then you don't tangle up the reel by casting it. So <laughs> exactly. Just, you know.
0: That's true, too. Uh, also, uh, our podcasts, not going anywhere. They'll keep coming at you. Rich, anything you want to say here tonight to close us well, football's
1: over. Now what? Of course, I started off thinking, well, it's about almost fishing season, so you know, getting ready for some serious fishing. But in terms of football, you know what? Bring on free agency. You know, because because that's what's next. You know, Br- bring it on. Start the month. Yep. We'll, we'll we'll start to see some things go on, like like you might see the Steelers do a couple more things coaching-wise. We could see some more cuts or player restructures or some things like that go on. So it's not going to be totally crickets. But since we're in that time of the year in the offseason, it's okay, what's next? Free agency. That'll be our next thing where we start to figure out how are the Steelers starting to put the pieces of the puzzle together for next year. Um. I'll say this, I, I'm always I, – I don't know if excited is the word. Uh, I, I'm i always intrigued to see what goes on in the off season. Um I try to go into it, you know, as we get ready for free agency. I'm not hanging my – you know, not – well, I look at different free agents out there. Yeah, but I'm not hanging my hat on any of them for the Steelers. You know, I, I, I saw stuff talking going on there. night. The Steelers will go after Justin Fields. Or are they going to get Tannehill or things like that? I'm not hanging my hat on any guy. What I will do is, is look at lots of guys. So that if the Steelers get that guy, we're ready to talk about them and how they exactly. might fit. Because exactly. that's that's what it's gonna be, especially early on in that free agency period. If the Steelers get somebody, you know, the Steelers don't typically go out and make great big splash moves, but they do go out and get some solid guys that. Fill some gaps for them and sometimes do it really well. So I'm looking forward to that because ultimately what I'm ready to, you know, what football has been done, what less than two days. And I'm already to start jumping into the building for next year part. Um, it's time. It's time to build. It's time to reshape the roster, reshape the coaching staff. I'm already sitting here thinking about the coaching staff. Boy, these guys are going to get on. What's the playbook going to look like? You know, what kind of new wrinkles are we going to see? It's fun to start, start thinking about that stuff. But over time, we're going to see how the Steel- what the Steelers are doing to build into that stuff. It is, it's a process. It doesn't happen overnight. It's, we get a player here, we get a player there, somebody in, somebody out. Those things are, are getting, well, already starting to happen with the three cuts that were made this week. So, you know, to me, we're in a new season, the off season, but it doesn't mean things aren't there. And ultimately what I'm looking for is that reshaping of this, of this this team this franchise and you know what they're going to look like as the 2024 Pittsburgh Steelers can't wait
0: Wait.